Hello, and welcome to the Rebuilding Relationships Podcast. My name is Carrie Vasquez, and I'm a relationship coach and strategist. But most importantly, I am a Jesus lover. I'm a wife, a mom to five children, and a grandmom. Each week, I'll be here with a guest or a message to help you love yourself deeper, fall in love again, and restore your relationships with God and others. Now let's get started. Hello, hello everyone. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. And today I am going to completely freestyle this episode and talk about my book, Recreate Your Love. So I'm going to start out with just letting you all know why I wrote this book. So the reason why I wrote this book was because I had spent years and years, maybe a decade or two, stuck in a cycle of love and hurt and pain, love, happiness, hurt, and pain. And the cycle just continued over and over again. And I kept trying to figure out why I kept experiencing some of the same types of hurt in relationships. So as I started to really examine that and I went back into my childhood and really just dug deep, I started to realize where some of these bad habits, uh, some of my um, just choices and decisions were really based on some things that I had been doing from an early age or just some behaviors that I had learned by what I was seeing. And just realizing that some of it was healthy and some of it was not and how I could change the parts that weren't healthy, the parts that were not working for me, the the parts of it that were affecting me in a negative way, I could change all of that. So this is how I basically came up with the title, Recreate Your Love. And a few years ago, when Carlos and I had been separated for a year and a half and almost got divorced, um, I share in one of the first uh, few episodes that I uh, posted, um, I shared how Carlos and I went through a really hard time. We were separated for a year and a half. I filed for divorce and we, the day before our divorce, we decided to give it another chance. And the words that Carlos said to me when I said to him that night, um, I will always remember, I said to him, I don't have peace about us getting divorced, but I can't imagine it working out. There's just so much has happened. And he said to me, it's called faith. And since that, then I think I have begun to operate on a much higher level when it comes to faith. Um, so this book uh, really stands on a foundation of what uh, does unconditional love looks look like um, having faith and believing in yourself, your marriage, your spouse? 
it's uh, based on a foundation of forgiveness, which it's another episode that it was like my first or second episode was on forgiveness. My first chapter is on forgiveness. Um, And if you haven't received my first chapter, you are able to get it for free. All you have to do is head on over to my website. I'm actually going to give you my book website. It's www.recreateyourlove.com. If you go there and you um, subscribe, I will send you the first chapter of my book for free. So the book is based on some of these foundational truths that I found were so important in order for me to recreate love in order for my marriage to work to be you know to basically be recreated we didn't have to keep the standards we didn't have to keep the way we had been loving each other because it wasn't working right so we didn't have to keep all of that we could uh we were able to recreate it we were able to redesign what we wanted our lives to look like and still till this day i will tell you we still are working and tweaking and we still have amazing days and great days Um, and then we have days that we're like hold on what just happened (laughs) so I say that to say that it's it's not an overnight one two three five steps to a better marriage and you're good type of thing it's not that Uh, if anything I feel like this book is, um, it's a love guide, first of all, so it has questions and it really prompts you to really, again, dig deep and really answer some really hard questions, Uh, maybe some questions that you've asked yourself already, and then you might have questions that you never really thought about asking yourself or asking those that you love. So the love guide really takes you through step-by-step step to do that. And I really believe that this is it's it's a love guide that you can continuously use and refer back to and I'm sure your answers even would change um, as time goes on. So I would encourage you that if you um, are someone who has been struggling with love or you know someone who's struggling with love, if you've been trying to figure out what's kind of missing in your relationship, you feel like something's off, something's not right, or maybe you have a pretty amazing relationship and you just want to read this book to be sure that you're not missing anything. Uh, This book I'm believing is going to help and transform um, many lives and many relationships. This book I is something that you could go back to and refer back to even after you have read it. I know for myself, it is something that I'm kind of constantly going, you know, back through and saying, okay, where's my heart today? Like, am I forget being forgiving and extending grace? Am I continuing to believe in myself? Um Or am I losing hope in in myself, in my relationship? And do I need a reboot, you know? Um, If you are someone who uh, says, you know, relationships shouldn't be that hard or my relationship has been amazing, um, then that's awesome. I always say like, that's so great and and I celebrate you. Uh, But I know for myself and, and for many people, Sometimes love and relationships have not come easy. So 
I basically started this book with taking what I felt was the most important, um, the most important action we needed to take, and that's forgiveness. So I mentioned my first chapter is free, and I want to share a little bit about my first chapter of the book. So in the first chapter of the book, this is I share this method that I share with in probably every single coaching session that I do because I believe it is so important and that's forgiveness. I believe forgiveness is key. And again, I had an episode on this, but I think it's so important to go through the process of forgiveness. But I think it's so important to go through the process of forgiveness. And this is a practice that we should have daily. And I believe it's a practice that we should have daily, just like gratitude. And if you meditate, like meditation or um, prayer, whatever it is that you do on a daily basis, forgiveness is something that should be done daily also. Uh, And if you find yourself starting to practice forgiveness on a daily basis and you find yourself saying like, oh, there's no one to forgive, I'm good, then that's amazing too. Like I celebrate you and I celebrate that in you. Uh, But honestly, um, I think that so many things happen in life that we can become uh, jaded or we can become frustrated and angry each and every day and maybe not even realize it. So again, prompting yourself to really dig deep and say, you know, how am I feeling about myself? Was I gracious to me? Uh, Was I hard on myself? Did I did I feel guilt today? Um, I explain how guilt a lot of times is a big indicator that there's unforgiveness uh, towards yourself. If you're feeling guilty about something, there's possibly something that you need to let go of, that you need to forgive, uh, that you need to process and and work through within yourself. So. Going through that process of forgiveness on a daily basis for yourself, going through that process for a loved one, whether you are married and it's a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a wife, um, if you're not in a relationship, consider what that would look like if you were in a relationship. Uh, Maybe you are someone that just has close family, um, parents, brothers, sisters, siblings, friends. So think about all of these different areas. And even after you've you've done that. Although I don't talk about this in the book, but consider forgiveness that you need to extend beyond your circle, beyond yourself and those that are close to you. So I know many times myself, there's things going on in this world that I can have a tendency to feel angry and frustrated towards. And again, you might be thinking, and I explain this and talk about this in the book, you might think, well, you know, there's bad things that happen and bad people out there, and I'm not forgiving, you know, them, or I'm not forgiving people that are terrible. And I just want to encourage you um, to consider that forgiveness is not for that person. And you may never receive that apology or you know someone saying i'm sorry for doing what i did there are things that happen in your life there are things that will happen there are things that are happening in this world that affect us in one way or another we will never get an apology for those things we will never um understand why it's even done uh the person could continue to do what they're doing and not even care about what, how it made you feel. 
So remembering that forgiveness is not for them and forgiveness is for you, as many have said, I can't even say who quoted that because it's something that has been said by many. Um, and if anything, let's just start with Jesus. Um, he, you know, God sent his son to die for our sins. Um, this is what I believe. And he was sent so that we could be forgiven. And although, you know, we are asked to repent and confess our sins, this is something that once it's done, you know, we are, we're granted eternal life. We're given eternal life. Um, because of that confession, um, we are, we're acknowledging it, but we're called to be Christ-like and to forgive. And even if you are someone that doesn't believe in God, that doesn't believe in Christ, you are definitely going to feel the freedom of forgiveness, whether or not, no matter what your religious uh, views are on life. And I say that um, in the sense of um, it's just, it's a sense, it's a freedom thing. Okay. It's freeing yourself uh, from being in, in a prison or in, in just a hole that we really dig ourselves into when we're holding on to unforgiveness. So that whole first chapter really dives into that. And a process that I had mentioned that many have talked about and many do, um, is the uh, going through a process of destroying, making a list of people that you have not forgiven in your life, including yourself and anyone close to you, and creating a list that you uh, write out and you can, you know, you write out everything that you can think of that you might be holding on to unforgiveness and, um, and identifying what needs to be let go of. So once you have created this list, then you're destroying the list and the destruction of the list is basically just symbolic of you letting go. It's symbolic of forgiveness. And in the book, I, you know, I call this the forgive it list. And I also, with some humor, which I hope you all get if you read the book, there's some humor where I call it the effort list. So this forgive it list or the effort list, um, is, the purpose of it is to help you go through a process um, of of writing out and releasing what's inside of you that is causing anger, frustration, sadness, depression, uh, illness, um, disease, whatever it is, because this is what unforgiveness does. It causes people to go through a lot of unpleasant um, feelings and things um, happen within their bodies. So it's symbolic to write it all down uh, and you know, you can cluster things together. If there's have been a million lies told to you, you might want to just put down lying. You know, all the times that you've lied to me, if there's something specifically that stands out and that you can think of, write it down. If you can think of it, write it down because this is a way that you're releasing it. Once it's written down, you know, that effortless gets destroyed. And the reason why I I add a little humor into throughout the book, or at least I try, I was just telling my kids, here's a little side note. I was just telling my kids yesterday, um, last night, I was like, I think I said a joke or something. And I said, you know, sometimes I think I'm so funny, like I crack myself up. And they thought it was funny that I was saying that. And then I said, 
said, you know, sometimes I even think that I could like get on stage with Kevin Hart and like just be like just as good, you know, or or better. And they thought that was funny. And I said, see, um, but throughout the book, I used some humor because uh, it's a, a lot of the topics and things that I talk about they're difficult. And I think that I don't say this specifically in the book, but I think it's so important for us to laugh and to smile and have moments, even in the midst of something difficult where we can just kind of laugh and say, okay, that's kind of funny or that's kind of cute, whatever it is, right? Um, And then we move on and we keep doing the hard work so that we can receive our breakthrough so that we can get to the other side of whatever it is, you know, to the other side of wherever it is that we're trying to get to and get there stronger um, and being a better person. So uh, the other part of this, you know, the forgive it list um, is that once you've written everything out, then you have to find a method of destruction. And I talk about this in, in the book and it's a safe method of destruction, right? I also talked about this in my podcast. Um, I believe it was um, episode, uh, the first uh, the second first or second episode. I'll have to look it up and I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, finding a method, a safe method of destruction for this forgive uh, forgive it list uh whether it's you know having a fire pit night and and burning the the letter or the piece of paper with all the things that you haven't forgiven um and you know whether you want to burn it safely somewhere you might feel fine with shredding it um you may want to physically just cut it into pieces uh rip it to pieces you might want to rip it to pieces and then burn it whatever it is for you find a method to destroy this list where you get a sense of satisfaction and you you are releasing and letting go um and letting go forever it does not mean that these things don't come up when I say let it go forever. These these situations will come up, especially some that are, you know, the harder they are, the the harder it is to to just let go and forget. We we don't ever really forget some of these things. Uh, and sadly for some of us, a lot of the things. But again, as I said earlier, it's a daily practice. So although you have now went through the whole, the whole point of going through this uh, brainstorming and writing it and destroying and doing all of those things is because every time it comes up in your mind, you're going back to that moment that you can say, no, it's gone. I've let it go. And even if it tries to creep back in, that pain, that hurt, that unforgiveness, you're releasing it right back through that shredder. You're, you know, visualizing yourself burning it. You're releasing it back. And you're practicing this daily. And trust me, although it might not necessarily get easier, it does. It is something that the practice itself gets easier. Um, Whatever it was that happened, you might still think about it. It might still hurt. It's not going to hurt the same. It again, there are situations that we go through in life. Um, I have had some really tough ones, and I will be sharing some of them in future episodes. But I've gone through really tough situations that I would not wish on my worst enemy. Uh, you know, so, and again, I'll talk about those in future episodes. 
But it does not mean that I have not been able to, and I have, and I thank God that I have, I've been able to go through the process of forgiveness and extending grace to someone who didn't deserve to have grace extended to them. And I've been able to forgive them. And every time I think about it, although it could be a situation that can make me angry for a moment, I release it and I let it go again. And I remind myself of grace and I remind myself of forgiveness. And I do this so that I could live a life of freedom because I do not want to live um, imprisoned to this terrible thing that has occurred. So I encourage you to do the same. So that is just some of the things that is in chapter one of my book. That's chapter one. There's seven chapters in my book. So the chapters are um, forgiveness, unconditional love, communication, self-control, reflect and project, believe and take action. So I talked about forgiveness, unconditional love, another powerful chapter on setting healthy boundaries. Communication is, again, a, a, a chapter that will transform your communication with your spouse. I love the book, The Five Love Languages. I think it's a great book for anyone, not just uh, couples, but it's a great book to really learn what your love language is. So I would encourage you to go onto their website and and take the quiz. They have a quiz that you can take on. They have a quiz for children uh, and you can learn what the love language is that you have. And this alone will help you improve your, um, your love because love is about communicating in a way that the other person receives the love, right? So if we're just communicating in the way that we think is best, that we can understand, that does nothing for the other person because the other person might communicate as the five love languages. I'll use that example. They might be a person that loves to receive gifts. They might be a person that responds better to quality time. They might be a person that responds better to, you know, whatever it is. The point is that us communicating in a way that the other person receives is the best way that we can love them. Um, I talk about hearing versus listening. Um, and some might think it's the same. Some might agree or disagree. But I talk about hearing versus listening in this chapter. Um, I talk When I talk about self-control, this is a big chapter that I think is going to be hard for some people who struggle with addictions. And when I say addictions, I'm not just talking about drugs and alcohol. I'm talking about any addiction because this chapter really focuses a lot on that. Whether it's that you're addicted to TV, you're addicted to music, you're addicted to um, whatever, being on your computer, whether you're addicted to your phone, whatever that is, um, this chapter really goes in to the importance of, of having self-control and identifying those things that either they're roadblocks or they're really things that cause, you know, they're a stumbling block for you. Um, so I talk about those things in uh, that chapter, that's chapter four, all about self-control. In chapter five, I talk about reflecting and projecting. 
And reflecting back into your past, it's not about, again, unforgiveness or dwelling on what you've been through, but it's about looking to see where you've come from and learning from your past and finding strength from your past, taking from your past the things that are amazing and then letting go of what's not. Uh, and then projection is, um, is, and this really could have been two chapters, but projecting uh, your future, setting goals for yourself. And specifically in the book, I talk about love goals, setting you know a one-year, five-year, 10-year plan for your love, for your marriage. Uh, chapter six is all about believing, believing in yourself, believing in your spouse and your loved ones. And I talk about believing because if we do not believe, let's start with us, if we don't believe in ourselves, it's so hard for us to believe in anything. It's so hard for us to believe in others because if we let ourselves down and we're not strong with who we are, it's gonna be so hard for us to develop and to have strong relationships outside of us. So this book really dives into uh, your relationship and your love for yourself first and foremost. Every single chapter does this. It starts with you. And then I go into your spouse, your partner, if you're with someone. And I tell people, even if you're not with someone, you don't have to be. You can think about what do I want in this person? So how do I want to believe in my spouse when I am my partner when I have one? So, um, so feel free to change and rearrange that word and, um, and put another word in there, what, how, whatever fits for you and your, your life right now. Um, but believing in yourself and believing in others is very important. Believing in those people that are very close to you. It might even be believing in your boss because, um, again, if you're in a situation at work where you don't believe in your boss and you don't trust your boss or you don't trust coworkers, it's not a healthy place to be. It becomes toxic, actually. So these this book will help you with all close relationships. The last chapter is on taking action. So I couldn't write this book. And actually I had written the book and had ended on believing. And I realized there's something missing. And the part that was missing was taking action because believing is having faith, right? Like my husband said to me, it's about faith. But then faith without works is dead. So we have to take action. And chapter seven is all about taking action in your love life. And as I always say, I say the love life that you have, not just the the one in bed, your love life in general. How are you loving today, right? And my quote that I love so much is to love your hardest every day as if it was your last because tomorrow is not promised. So if we are taking these steps and we are, you know, believing and take having faith and taking action, um, you know, and forgiving on a daily basis and practicing unconditional love and strengthening our communication and having self-control and setting goals for ourselves and looking into our future, um, these are all things that are going to transform your life. They're going to transform your relationships. And I'm just so blessed that I feel like God chose me. God chose me to write this book and to present it to the world on January 20th, 2020. So 
if you have not gone ahead and ordered my book, go ahead, head on over to amazon.com, order my book. You can head on over to my website, www.recreateyourlove. And there's a link there that will send you over straight to my book. And you can go ahead and order my book. You can pre-order the ebook if you prefer that one. And please, if you love my book, if it blesses you, could you please give me a review on Amazon? I would love to be on Amazon's bestsellers list. Now, I would love to be on um, the New York Times bestseller and the Wall Street Journal's bestseller. That's quite a few thousand um, sold books, which I know I can make it and I know I can get there, but I cannot get there without your support. So first and foremost, I just want to say thank you and just let you know that I love you all and I appreciate your support. And I just want to shout out to my listeners um, that are all over the world. I go on and even though I don't see you actually see you, I do see you on my screen. I see um, listeners in Indonesia, in Australia, in um, Japan, in um, where else? Oh my goodness, there's um, in Africa. I have seen all listeners all throughout the world, Canada, and of course the United States. And it truly blesses me when I tell you I am so blessed when I look and see who all my listeners are and where you're located. I'm, I'm so blessed and honored to have you listening to my show. So thank you so, so much. And I also want to pick five listeners to send free copies of my book. I don't care where you are in the world, but what I want you to do is just send me a message. There is a section on my website site, recreateyourlove.com, that you could do contact contact us or contact me. I want you to just send me a note um, and let me know you're listening and I will pick five people. Let's, I'll just pick the first five people to get a free copy of my book and I will sign it to you. And if you send me a message and you send me your name in that message and uh, your address, I will send you the book. Thank you again. Much love to you all. Be sure to head on over to recreateyourlove.com and order your book. One last thing I'm going to leave you with is I am partnering with Heart to Heart Services to do a donation for them. And they are a human trafficking organization, nonprofit organization that basically helps victims and survivors of human trafficking. They also bring education and awareness into the communities so that people are aware of what the signs are, what to look for, how to stay away from being or someone in their family potentially becoming a victim um, or a survivor of human trafficking. So please, 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 if you are able, I don't care if it's a dollar, I don't care if it's $2, I don't, whatever it is, if it's a lot more wonderful, whatever it is, uh, would you please support this organization? We're going to have a book launch on Monday, the 20th from six to nine. If you are in New Jersey, I want you there. It's at Uno's in Maple Shade, New Jersey. So that is going to be on the 20th of this month. That's Monday. 
So be sure that you join us for this book launch. It's going to be an amazing time. I'm going to be signing books. I'm going to be giving out hugs. And I'm so, I'm going to just enjoy this time and just be so excited to see you all there. Um, but during this time, we are going to give a donation to Heart to Heart Services, um, this nonprofit organization that at the end of the day, they are about freedom. And really, I really feel that Recreate Your Love is about that. It's about freedom in love. Um, and on that day, which is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we are celebrating freedom. So I encourage you all to just be a part of this. Um, and thank you again so much in advance for your love and your support. Be blessed and much love to you all. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Rebuilding Relationships podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. And if I have, please be sure to share this episode and give me a great rating on iTunes so that I can continue to serve you and others. Now head on over to my website and grab your free copy of the first chapter of my book called Recreate Your Love. It's coming out soon. My website is www.passion4visions.com. And while you're there, go ahead and check out more of my services. My heart is always to serve you with much love. Have an amazing week and be sure to head back next week for our next episode.